Alexis, and Moira, and David, and Johnny, and all their Schitt's Creek friends. Ew, David! Hi! Hello! Welcome, this is Shit Simply the Best, I'm Katie. And I'm Rayon. And that's hello. And, <laughs> and that's, that's hello. all, folks! <laughs> we did it! We did welcome. it. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome. We are rounding out season six right now. So we are in episode nine, Rebound. It's right there in the title, Mm -hmm. as we learn. This is a very fun and interesting episode. I love it. (laughs) So we open on David's telling his parents that Alexis is having a rebound right now. So we learn it's only been like a week and a half since her and Ted broke up. Since the Ted. Since the Ted. And he's very worried that she's kind of regressing into, you know, old behaviors. Yeah, like going back to old Alexis. She's going to be a little bit Alexis. And he doesn't yeah. want that. <laughs> a little bit Alexis. Uh, Johnny does think it's really fast. And he's like, has anybody met the person that she's dating? Bora calls David the Grim Reaper of Romance. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting. So poetic. Alexis comes in almost on cue. Mm-hmm. She looks really cute. She has like yeah, this little boho. backless yeah, mm-hmm. dress. It's really cute and very shiny, kind of like, you know, fancy. Very colorful. She asks, oh, were you waiting up for me? And she's being all, you know, <laughs> coy. <laughs> what is it Moira says? We were just talking about you. And then David goes, Ganda, you, the politics in Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> but clearly she's not even paying attention. But we learn yeah, the guy she's dating, his name is Artie. And she went to this steakhouse with him in Elmdale that was too expensive. But hey, I'm not the one paying. Yes, girl. I'm not paying. (laughs) Work. It's true. Live it up. So (laughs) he mentions, David's like, oh, well, what about Ted? And she explains, well, I think the healthiest thing for me to do is to get back out there. And Moira was like, bravo to you. And then here we go. Twist right in the beginning. Someone knocks on the door and we get this reveal. Turns out Artie. Artie. (laughs) Is... Older than Johnny or the same age? Probably older. Yeah. So, yikes. He also, this is what I wrote in my notes. He plays, did you ever watch that really fun soap opera type show called Revenge? Mm -mm. Do you remember it? I do remember. Yeah, I remember seeing ads. Uh, It was really good. You should go back and watch it. I think it's on Hulu or something now, but it's very, very fun. And he plays the evil dad in that show. He's a really good actor. I like that guy a lot. He calls her Lexi. Lexi. Yikes. Wrong door. I was looking for Lexi. Yeah. And David is delighted by this. He's like, well, I'm her brother David, and you can call me Davey. Davey. (laughs) But he came back because Lexi left her purse, and he goes, oh, you're a godset, and I'll make sure Lexi gets it. (laughs) David. He does have, like, a kind of uncomfortable, sleazy vibe. Oh, you think? Yeah. I think. I don't know if is it's it like, the, the like, scarf? like the scarves and the jewelry. It is. And the... I think it's the weird, it's like an old man trying to be a hipster type situation or mm-hmm. try, or like too preppiness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into it. Johnny and Moira introduce themselves too. And then David shuts the door adding, our Lexi's making some wonderful choices. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Lexi is a cute name. One of my closest friends is named Lexi. Shout out to her. Oh yeah. I know a few Lexis. It is a cute name. I love her. Okay, so David and Patrick are at the cafe now. <laughs> Patrick is asking about the cost of the floral arrangements for the wedding. There's too many variables. Yeah, and he goes, oh, you mean like calling them and getting a quote? Like, like <laughs> Yes. 
That's so, so very me. Yeah. He notes that Jocelyn's been smiling and waving at him in a very disturbing way. I know. That's what I was laughing at, just remembering. It looks like she's seeing him from across the bar and just like, oh, hi, hello. Oh, yeah. It's very funny. And then she comes over, but before she does, Patrick is like, I was meaning to tell you that Jocelyn wants a job at the store. Well, he wants to confirm you told her no, right? Because of her brand Mm -hmm. not being right for the store. And Patrick's like, oh, well, I actually said that I would talk to you about it. And then she walks over. She's like, oh, it seemed like you wanted It seemed like you were calling me. (laughs) She's so funny. She asks about the job, and David's like, oh, well, we're still assessing. And then this is just very funny because her and David are, like, overly fake nice, and it's very funny because you can tell they both want very different things, and it's Mm -hmm. obvious. But she's really blunt. She goes, okay, well, let me know when you're done assessing. I'll just be the mom who needs extra work after investing in your father's business. (laughs) Yeah. Woof. She's very good at guilt tripping people into things. Very nice guilt trips she can give you. She, uh, I feel like this town is very good at those. That's like their Mm -hmm. bread Yeah, getting your way by like nicely telling you exactly how bad you are desperate. Exactly. How being overly honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So David goes, that's actually a lot to unload over brunch. And she continues, oh, well, I spent my brunch looking over the classifieds and there's a waitress opening up at uh, Bazanga Gentlemen's Club that I could try. Another guilt trip. God, woman. <laughs> What's wrong with Bazangas? I know. <laughs> That's what David says to Patrick's like, I'm sure we could find something. <laughs> and Jocelyn goes, this is very funny at the end. She's like, I'm going to go home and change it to something more casual. More casual? More <laughs> she casual. Leaves. She's wearing like a t-shirt fabric blouse already. Exactly. Yeah. It's not very bumping. I got to say. It's not very Rose Apothecary. It's not on brand. That's true. It's very off brand. Patrick's like, well, David, maybe this will give you time to actually call the florist. (laughs) Shade. (laughs) Shade for days. Back at the motel, Alexis is laughing at the text from uh, Arthur's full name, Artie. She says he has all these funny stories. Johnny awkwardly asks if she's having an online laugh with David. (laughs) With David. (laughs) I love how he calls it an online laugh. It's very An online cute. laugh. You young people with your devices. Yes. And since Sears mentioning these stories, he goes, oh, well, I'm sure someone of his age must have one or two of those. Like, trying to <laughs> note on the age, but she's oblivious. She tells him she's going to this jazz festival because he loves to scat along with the song. <laughs> Sweet <Yikes>. Lord. <laughs> Big yikes. That sounds like a nightmare to me. Big no, thank nightmare. You. Mm-mm, pass. Unless he's like a professional, professional jazz singer. Then I'm like, okay, maybe. <laughs> I get that. But you can't, that's like, I feel like it's like Janice who wants to sing along at the Broadway shows with Chandler and friends. Like, don't yes. scat no. along to someone that's doing their job. Like, that's very Right, impressive. unless you were invited to be the, the professional scatter of... Uninvited singing is not welcome to us performers. No, thank you. Amen. This is one of my favorite dresses she wears in this whole season. It's like the off-the-shoulder one with the giant, like, 70s sleeves. Yes, yes, so yes, the big cute. sleeves. Yes. I would wear exactly I know, this wearing. episode, she's doing a lot of, like, hippie 70s things, which I think is to match, like, him, too. Oh, that's a good point. Because mm-hmm. he's got the big flouncy scarves and the... He looks like a like an Austin Powers vibe. <laughs> yes, Totally. 
the non-British Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny doesn't want her to rush into this new relationship. So he's trying to talk to her about it. And she tells him not to worry. (laughs) Her and Artie are two old souls having fun together. It's very casual. Also, she is not an old soul. I don't know what she's No, I love how she said that so confidently. It's like, sure, babes. She's in the zone, though, of what she... We find out later what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, in uh, in her little fantasy world. <laughs> he ventures Alexis to guess how old Arthur is. And <laughs> she says, oh, well, he doesn't care about things like age. When you, when you answer anything with what a man thinks, that's always mm-hmm. not a good sign. Never a good sign. That's always not. <laughs> Big red flag. She says, though, that his birthday's next week. So they're going to this vineyard trip that his ex-wife owns. And his kids and grandkids, <laughs> and grandkids. will be there. Yikes. Johnny's really worried. And then she gets all, she goes, oh my gosh, she's calling me. That is so 2001. (laughs) (laughs) Very old sold response. Yeah. And then it sounds like she's helping him learn how to like something. Like a picture on Instagram. Yeah. Because she say like, you have to press it twice. (laughs) (laughs) You just double tap the picture. Ridiculous. At Rose Apothecary, David's talking to Jocelyn about how to approach customers, which for him is not really approaching them, but acting as if, yeah. you know, they don't need their business. They're just there if they need to ask questions, <laughs> if you know? He very much emphasizes if they ask questions. So this woman asks if they have a smaller size, and Jocelyn says, oh, well, you know, I just had a baby. You'll definitely want the bigger size e- either way. And the woman seems really grateful, but she's like, I am buying this for my daughter, mm-hmm. not myself, but... I love that David's immediate response is, no, we don't have it in a smaller size. I know. And done stopped. I do wonder this episode, especially like how they get business, because he just seems so rude. Like, is it Patrick that's talking to people or I don't know. But that is a legit technique from of of upscale retail. Oh, you think? I know. Just being standoffish. Oh, okay, That makes sense, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's more like elite. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, we don't need you. But if you want something from here. It's like the stores when I go in and I only see like two racks. I'm like, buy. I'm not going to buy anything in here because it probably costs like $500 I need to get out. So, yeah, the woman seems appreciative, though. She's trying to help her. She does end up like only getting the body milk because Jocelyn does say, oh, that's that's all that you need. That's which all is you probably need. Yeah. like in David's mind what he's thinking, at least. But she's really excited for her first sale, and she tells David that they make it look so much harder. I know. <laughs> I freaking love oh that. God, so she's like, I don't know why you guys make it look so much harder than it is. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, tells the lady to have a rosy day. Won't be doing rosy day. <laughs> we won't be doing a rosy day. <laughs> so funny. Okay, back at the motel. Stevie looks like she's cleaning the rooms because she has the big bin with her. And then Moira comes out and she discovers someone's egged their car. The scream of terror sounds like she got murdered. It is so dramatic. But that is Moira, (laughs) as we have learned. She has this kind of like... Architectural dress. It's like a Velma Kelly rainbow wig. Oh, I mean her wig. Oh, I love that wig, though, because it's kind of... I love it. I love the, it. The gray is kind of natural-ish, mm-hmm. so the colors make it look so, like, fun, but without looking, like, fake. That's what I was going to say. It's better than people that do, like, full rainbow. It's, like, yeah. faded rainbow. It, it doesn't look nice. like a like a party wig from Party City. It looks like a good <laughs> wig. Well, all of her wigs probably cost, like, thousands. Yeah. Let's be real. 
Stevie tries to assure her, you know, this is very funny. It's a family car, so it might not be for her. She can think of several people that might want to egg David. (laughs) Nina. But... She's very, very convinced that someone did this against her and her alone. And she tells Stevie she's lucky to be so anonymous. But the way she says it is kind of a dig, <laughs> yep. of course. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> but she recalls, this is very funny, when she was on her soap opera within, I think she says like the first season, a deranged fan left locks of hair in, in her, her glove, glove compartment. compartment. Why? <laughs> How'd they get in the Why? car? That's what I want to know. And why your hair? What's the purpose? I don't get it. Stevie offers, she's like, well, I could give you soap, you know, the easy <laughs> Yeah, solution. like clean this. But she's like, no, this is a crime scene can't and we can't tamper scene. with it. And she's the star witness. So she has to come with her to show, you know, everybody at town hall what's going on. And she has a really funny thing where she says, make sure to sit low in the car because I don't want both of us to have our lives in danger. <laughs> <laughs> From a freaking egg. Come on, Moira. Meanwhile, at the cafe... Now they're together, Alexis and Arthur. They stopped by because his blood sugar was low before the jazz festival. <laughs> I guess mimosas have pretty good at sugar content. I love that. He's like, yeah, there's plenty <laughs> of sugar in there. <laughs> and then he makes a joke. He's like, oh, well, not to worry, Dad, because he's over 21. And then Alexis goes, oh, my God, I am laughing my head off. Which is <laughs> one of my favorite things she I freaking love it. Because she barely chuckled. She didn't even, yeah. She's like, I need to announce it, as if it's funny. <laughs> Arthur keeps calling him dad. Yeah, Very annoying. Johnny asks him not to, and then he goes over to get coffee from Twyla. And he asks her, you know, do you know anything about this guy? She goes, oh, I don't. But I do think he dated my aunt because there's a photo of him holding me as a baby at Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. That is terrifying how much that gap has got to be like that's that's a thick gap right there at least 30 years yeah minimum yeah oh woof and like to be fully recognizable that she's like oh yeah that's already but she's also really funny she can't because twyla is perfect as we know and needs her own show she continues and she goes i do remember that christmas because santa brought me a lighter (laughs) (laughs) that poor girl what her is life. her life? What is her life? I am very sad we don't know, like, any of... We never see any of her family. Her I mean, we kind family, of learn yeah. on, why later on. But, like, oh, my gosh. I would love to just... She's talked about so many people. I'm so curious. Especially, like, her mom and all the boyfriends mm-hmm. that she had to meet when she was a kid. Johnny notices that Alexis is going to the bathroom. So he goes over to talk to Artie by himself. Yikes. And... <laughs> Arthur calls him Lexi's old man. And he goes, that's the smidge that's worse than dad. That's worse than dad. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's very like, ah, you're annoying. How do I talk about this? Johnny asks him, you know, what do you do for a living? Okay, we find out he's, he's retired. retired. But he used to own a chain of trailer parks. But then he, he uh, assures Johnny. He's like, I don't live in a trailer park. Don't worry. I have a beautiful three bedroom house with an above ground pool. And he does a little hand motion. Like, hey, my favorite. I love an above ground pool. I know, like that matters. He tells him, oh, that's actually not what I was worried about. And he's really honest. He's like, you know, my daughter is in a vulnerable place right now. She just had a really serious relationship with someone. She just got out of it. So he just tells him to tread lightly. She got engaged to him twice. 
And we can't really tell, but it does seem like it affected him. So Mm -hmm. we'll learn about that later. Moira, here we go, walks into town hall with Stevie. Uh, Ronnie and Roland are looking at a magazine, which Roland's about to bring up what they're looking at. But she wants Stevie to describe the assault she's dealt with. (laughs) The assail upon her person. Saying the eggs were shattered on her car. That's the bestial level of attack with which we are dealing. I love she's like, the, and there was one in the windshield. It was, wait, what did she say? Shattered. Cracked or ra- shattered, shattered. And she's like, the windshield or the egg? And she's like, the egg. <laughs> Even that line with which we are dealing. She's like, I am noticing she's very Yoda with how she speaks, mm-hmm. where all the words are like reversed. Well, no prepositions at the end. Though. That's true. So that's, that's true. But does. I'm saying like, it's very Yoda-ish to speak like that. Switch your words around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Roland goes, oh, well, I'm surprised the eggs weren't thrown right at you because of this interview that she did. This is where we get to it with <laughs> People Magazine. He's so mad, too. Mm-hmm. He's really mad. She goes, oh... I didn't know that would be out today. My publicist, a.k.a. Alexis, is off. Ronnie says, Moira describes Schitt's Creek as the last place you'd ever want to end up. The last place I'd ever want to end up. (laughs) She she did. Like it's any better. That poor woman. She's very special. I feel like that is in, or at least her and David, that's like in their blood to correct (laughs) the stupidest shit. Like the dumbest. Like a correction, a lateral correction. Like that didn't progress anything. Exactly. Doesn't doesn't help Mm-mm. the problem here. So Stevie is funny and she's like, can I go? Because I, uh, I'm not your star witness I'll, anymore. I'll take that like, as a yes. Yeah. Just keeps backing out. It's very funny. And Moira's reading. So she's reading the interview. She tells Ronnie, oh, well, I was just exaggerating for effect. And I never mentioned the town's name. I the was borough. really clear about that. But Roland's like, well, it wasn't hard to figure out since someone posted it on the town message board. So tempers are hot. Roddy's like, Bob was so upset that he had to go home. <laughs> Roland Roland is very, very upset, mad. too, because the bad press came at the worst time. They're about to announce this big tourism campaign. And he goes, this is the biggest scandal since they installed the church wheelchair ramps backwards. <laughs> ramp gate. Yeah, ramp gate. That's great. It reminds me of Parks and Rec. Yeah. Something like that. It's so funny. Yeah, oh, when they, they fight with the elevator versus ramps. Exactly. Yeah, when she's running. Oh, Leslie Nope. I love you. Oh my god, I'm trying to picture Town Hall with the back with the ramps backwards. It's, it's really sad to think of it cuz you could just think of like people it's coming up to this huge <laughs> ramp and they're like, "Cool, I can't go in. It's completely blocked." Yikes. <laughs> Moira says, "Oh, well, something has to be done. It was just a simple miscommunication." And she asks Roland if he wants Stevie to be cleaning eggs off her car every morning. Every day. <laughs> Stevie to be cleaning eggs. Obviously, she won't be cleaning anything. Moira has to take care of it herself because he's like, so much money is going into this campaign. We can't figure out how to help you. You have to deal with it on your Mm -hmm. own. But then they come out of town hall to find all these protesters, which this is hilarious because they're holding like the kindest signs. Like one of them says, that wasn't very nice. And another one says, so hurtful. Take it back. (laughs) They're very like low key signs for a protest ladies scream why'd you do it why'd you do it over and over again <laughs> moira goes oh well i have something better than an apology an, an explanation, explanation. <laughs> she goes oh the magazine didn't include my entire quote i specifically commended your ever beating heart mm-hmm. and the elephantine generosity a slice of heaven is what i recall myself saying 
And she she believes that deep down, this is very funny, there are worse places to be. Deep, deep down. Very only. deep down. <laughs> and Roland's like, cool, this this isn't an apology. <laughs> well, it's better than an apology, a meet and greet. I have some headshots in the boot of my car. The boot. <laughs> and she says, I can make it right by all of you as soon as one of you details my car. <laughs> Moira, what are you doing? Get out of there. But yes, Ronnie has an idea, which we get back to later on. At the store, Rose Pothgary. Jocelyn's at the counter. She's with a few customers now. Mm-hmm. We get a turn of events here. Patrick's like, I don't want to rub salt in the wound, but she's kind of crushing mm-hmm. it. So, and David's like, well, I also had a very active day at the sales floor. <laughs> <laughs> but Patrick tells him, well, she sold more in one day than they have all week. Yikes. That's a big... Yeah. That's a big sales day. But while she's been doing that, you've just been staring her down in the corner. <laughs> He's monitoring her performance and her development. And her progress. <laughs> he wants to know. He's like, why can't you just admit it? Like, she's an, she's an asset. Mm-hmm. She's helping us. And he goes, well, it's probably just beginner's luck. Like, when you win big at a casino on your first pull of the basic instinct <laughs> slot machine. And he goes, I'm starting to think that's a highlight of your life. <laughs> <laughs> he must tell that story so much. I bet he does. David continues, though, well, I had this San Francisco friend that went into real estate and he had all of us buy Buy penthouses penthouses. to make him look really good. So maybe these sales are all of Jocelyn's friends. And Patrick's like, well, (laughs) a sale is still a sale, which is true. Sale still a sale. Good point. And David asks, well, are we really just about selling products? Yep, that's literally the purpose of our (laughs) store. (laughs) store. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is why they work so well. They're so balanced with like, when David needs to pull out of the clouds mm-hmm. a little bit, Patrick is there to level him out. He admits, though, Patrick's like, I didn't really think that this would work either. But she has some sort of connection with the community. With the so community. I really think we should make the most of it. You need to offer her a job, but I do think it would be better coming from you and not from mm-hmm. me. And <laughs> at this, Jocelyn rings a bell saying, another sale, boys. And then he goes, she brought the <laughs> bell from home. <laughs> yeah, where'd she get that bell? She yeah. brought it from home. It's so- But he looks at her, like, admiring it. It's very cute. Yeah, Patrick's, like, very into it. It's super cute. Well, yeah, I mean, they made a lot of money. I get it. Yeah, they're actually making money. There's a lot of jabs at the store being quiet all the time, so it is good (laughs) that they're making some money. At the motel, Alexis storms in, and you can tell she's angry. She's, like, making noises. Mm -hmm. Like a big change of energy. Mm -hmm. Johnny comes over. And asks if everything is okay. And she's like, oh, yes, my life is really, really great right now. She's clearly being very sarcastic. Here's the fun thing. I just got dumped by a man who wears three medical alert bracelets. (laughs) (laughs) But Johnny, you know, he's trying to be nice. He's like, well, this is maybe further confirmation that he's not the right person for her. But she already knew Mm -hmm. this. She was aware of this. She uses his weird taste in makeout music as an example. Like, who (laughs) even is Cat Stevens? (laughs) <laughs> and Johnny, of course, defends. He's like, well, he's a really good artist, sweetie, or whatever mm-hmm. he says. Okay, so we get a heart-to-heart moment here. She sits down. She's like, I just wanted any distraction mm-hmm. from the heart or the fact that my heart is shattered into a million pieces. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm getting broken up by gross old men. <laughs> Johnny comes to sit by her, and he's like, oh, well, he's not that gross. <laughs> he was really nice, and he ran a successful mobile home business, like trying yeah. to make him sound better. But then she's like, how did you know that? Yeah, did you talk to him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And he admits it. He's like, you know, I had a brief conversation with him. And she's like, why did you do that? I told you I was in control of the situation. And then this is extremely cute. I was only trying to help. I didn't know if you were in control of it. And he goes, I know in the past I couldn't always be there for you when you were dealing with heartbreak. Mm -hmm. He admits I wasn't there to protect you and I was just being a bit overzealous and trying to make up for lost time. Be cute. She tells him, well, (laughs) I dated guys a whole lot worse than Artie. Where were you when I was dating half the cast of White Squall? (laughs) (laughs) Which I looked up because I wasn't sure. This is like a Jeff Bridges movie from the 90s about teenage boys on an ill-fated sailing trip. So it's like an all-boy cast. It sounds boring, but who knows? Who knows what it is? Do you know who's in it? Jeff Bridges is the only one that I know. I don't know who the other people are, but he's young in it since it's the 90s. Alexis asks, you know, what am I going to do now? And then she starts crying. He's trying to comfort her, but then he, like, wonders when David will be home. Like, he doesn't know how to handle <laughs> Like, oh, this is, yeah, I'm I'm past my pay grade here. Yes. <laughs> I love it. We're back at the store. A customer's leaving and Jocelyn rings the bell. We're closed. <laughs> so they're all done. <laughs> and David tells her, well, it's not the stock market. But, yes, the day is done. God, let her live. Let her live <laughs> for the stock a moment. Market. He's a monster. Sometimes. Jocelyn gets right in being real blunt again. Oh, well, has it always been this busy? Because when I'm here, it's usually just me. (laughs) Lord. Dig. (laughs) There's always like constant digs, I feel like, about the store, about it being quiet. Mm -hmm. So that's an example. But Patrick says, well, we had a great day. With that in mind, David has something to say. It's like he's talking to a child, like Mm -hmm. telling the child what to say. There's two things David wants to say. He explains. The first one is, I thought we talked about shelving. Have a rosy day. Because <laughs> clearly Yikes. she didn't. She's like, they seem She's to like, like people it. people liked it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he welcomes her to the sales staff. But here's another twist. Jocelyn doesn't think the job is right for her. It's not for me. <laughs> she even calls it, which is almost exactly what he said. Like you, David would say, it's not in my brand. Which is true. Mm-hmm. That's what he said earlier. And she goes, I would rather take my chances at a tutoring gig. This is really funny because Patrick is clearly sad and confused why she doesn't. He's like, so you'd rather tutor, you know, or do nothing than be here. That's like Mm -hmm. better than being here. That's a better job than this job. And she tries (laughs) to explain, well, I find teaching very fulfilling. Not that working here is it. It's just not for me. Not for me. (laughs) So she thanks them for the opportunity and then lets them keep the bell since they may need it more than she does. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Just rough. So as she's leaving, she goes, oh, I'll come tomorrow to pick up my paycheck. And David's like, huh, ah, she does know this was a training session. She not, yeah. Training's paid. Should be. This is very funny. Patrick question not for her like what does that really mean he's like yeah not for it's not, not for, for her. her he just keeps repeating it it's not for her <laughs> so moira's on screen for realsies it's a schitt's creek tourism video and it's really funny how they did it because you know they made it look like it's vcr ish yeah it's filmed like on a vhs she does her hello you <laughs> i am t film and television and i <laughs> love how they put that label at film the and television <laughs> Which is brilliant because that like award shows it's actually for mm-hmm. something. But no, just film and television. This is clearly Ronnie's idea yeah. that she was talking about, which is a good idea since the town's mad at her. She just walks along. She's like, I'll show you around the slice of paradise I like to call the, the town, town where, where I currently, currently am. am. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good line. 
Then she has the giant cheesecake factory size menu at the cafe. <laughs> fine dining. <laughs> well, people have described this place as fine. <laughs> Twyla walks up and she's like, can I have the miso black cod? We don't have that. You mean you're sold out is more like it. <laughs> Here we go. Another jab at the store. Worst timing also. She's in the apothecary. <laughs> She's like, once you need to rest your bones, come here for some peace and solitude that your body craves. Makes it worse by saying there's no noisy customers or busy cash registers busy here. busy cash registers. <laughs> and Patrick goes, oh, it's it's not always this quiet. Oh, it's always it's nice always and quiet, quiet here. <laughs> and he goes, can you stop saying that, <laughs> David? <laughs> Oh, goodness. And then we end on the what she calls the partially renovated Rosebud <laughs> Motel with Johnny and Stevie looking extremely awkward, especially Stevie. She's just like standing there. As usual. Moira says, don't forget to say hello to the handsome proprietor, Mr. Jonathan Rose. And Johnny tries to say, oh, thank you for having us. So she stops like, no, right stop. away. No, John. No, John. <laughs> she ends on... So why wait? Book your vacation to this humble little oasis. If heaven had a creek, it would be this one. (laughs) Glorious. So cute. Why would heaven have a creek also? What a line. Okay, that is the journey. That is the journey. Who is your shithead this week? This is a good one because I thought for a while I wanted to give it to Alexis because she has that big like acting shift of like being so bubbly and like definitely oblivious to what's going on in her brain yeah and then once she gets dumped you can see that shift and like i thought that was cool the way she portrayed that but i also like moira because this is again one of her expert moments of horrible fantastic bad acting dramaticness yeah um so i don't know i'm torn you're torn i'll tell you mine because it's neither of them tell me yours uh (gasps) mine is johnny johnny bruce well, I have to think about it, but him and Alexis has the best arc this season, especially. And I think he's just he's so good at adapting. And I think it's really hard because he's probably tried to be a really good dad in the past, but he's fully aware now, obviously, that he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So I think he's completely flipped and he's trying to be as there for her as he can. And I think that's really nice because there's a lot of dads that would just not do anything about it. So it's nice that he's trying. Right. And like, be like, oh, this isn't my problem. They'll figure it out. But I think he knows, they all know how heartbroken she really is. Because her and Ted were like it, they all thought. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah. Yeah. I think it, I just like, I like him in this episode. I kind of glossed over that. Hmm. It's a good one. <laughs> I think I'll give it to Alexis just because she doesn't get many. No, I'm kidding. She no, gets she gets, lot. God, I think we've given her like almost <laughs> all of them. This she season. never gets anything. That poor girl. <laughs> that poor girl. <laughs> Oh, poor Annie Murphy. She's so beautiful and perfect. I like her vulnerable moments a lot because it's hard to see. Mm-hmm. But it's nice, too, though, that she knew exactly what she was doing. I mean, I honestly... Yeah, that she was aware that she was just... But I would do the same yeah, to same. distract myself or do something. You have to do something. Heartbreak is honestly the worst ever, and you have to do something to distract yourself. Mm-hmm. And just sitting with it is so gross. It's the worst. But she's going to sit with it in the next episode. We'll get to that. Mm. Yes. I hope everybody is doing well. The heat is slowly subsiding here. Mm-hmm. Bless. I'm very excited for fall. Oh, it's not here. It's really gross oh, here. I'm sorry. And it's humid. I hate it. It's fine. I'll get over it. <laughs> Eventually. When the season turns. Eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once it's fall. Once. I know. Fall is my favorite. 
I posted something the other day and it's like a picture of Michael Myers saying like, I'm ready. And I'm like, yep, that's me. That's me. I'm like, fall, fall, fall. Can you get here? Can you I know. get here? Come on, spooky season. Yes, get here. We need it. But best wishes. And warmest regards.